Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, delighted to have with us on the show now, former University of Miami quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion, and this past season, number retired, number 13 retired. And with us is uh, Gino Toretta. And Gino, always great to catch up with you, especially here in the offseason. Thank you for being with us. How you doing? All good, Joe. Any, any anytime. Uh, although, although I, you know, I would complain about the weather because I think this is probably the, in my thirty-five years down here in Miami. This is probably the the worst uh, start of January that uh, that I've ever had. But we're complaining about seventy degrees and partly cloudy as opposed to minus twenty up north. <laughs> yeah, usually, and and as the case this year, we've gone away a couple of times uh, to Syracuse and South Bend where the, the weather is miserable, only to return usually to sunny South Florida, except since uh, the middle of December has been raining or, or cloudy. So hopefully it will clear up here in, in February, and you can get out on the golf course. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, this past season, your number was retired uh, at Hard Rock Stadium. What did that mean to you and your family, and what was the day like? Oh, it was, it was a tremendous honor. I mean, I think the, the university did a great job. Um, on the whole weekend, Rick uh, Remert and, and Jessica Green did, did phenomenal. Um, we had a little little cocktail reception over at the Raskiller with with some teammates and some uh, you know some people within the university, friends, family, and that. And then uh, at the game and and seeing a lot of my former teammates, um, just a lot of great memories. I, I, I think the the only uh, the only change I would have would have loved if it was in the old Orange Bowl, but yeah. uh, but that's a that's a long time ago, and uh, brought back a lot of great memories. Good to see good to see guys that uh, you know I don't get to see often, and um, I don't get to get a chance to go to many of our, our own games. So it was uh, it was a fun weekend for all. Yeah, uh, as you mentioned, you don't get to see a lot of games. That's because you're broadcasting games, and I want to get to that in a minute. Uh, what you see in in college football. Uh, but one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show tonight, besides talking to you about uh, the number being retired, and we haven't had a chance to catch up, uh, this is an odd time in college athletics, especially college football. Uh, the University of Miami brings in a quarterback, Cameron Ward. Uh, he's 
had four years of, of college football to at two different schools. So this will be his third school. Um, what do you think of number one, what you're seeing? And then we'll kind of dive in to what Cameron Ward brings to Miami and, and maybe the decisions they have to make. But uh, here comes a quarterback in for, for one year. Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the coaches and coach Cristobal and coach Dawson feel they, you know, they can they can help the roster by by bringing in an experienced quarterback. You know, I think that when you look at their roster, Jacory played a little bit, and then and then Emory played, and then and then got hurt. So I think that you know, anytime you're able to bring in, I think somebody with experience that uh, you feel comfortable running the offense. I think that's probably why they did that. I think um, you know, he's a big, he's a physical, he's a he's a talented player. Um, I, I think that. Uh, you know, obviously, that you know, my my take with quarterbacks is, and doesn't matter how good you are. I mean, you know, whether you're Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tua, or anybody, you know, you're only as good as the the other ten guys around you. Now, you can be elite and elevate those other ten guys, but those other ten guys have to play. So, I, I think that um, you know, that's the question. We're still going to need guys on the outside that can step up. You know, the offensive line was markedly better uh, than a season ago. Um, so I think that, um, you know, just looking at that and you're going to have a guy that, you know, even though he's young, he's, he's already been in a couple of different systems. Um, so he obviously, you know, recognizes concepts and things like that, that he's going to have to learn, um, with an offense and, uh, and he'll, he'll kind of hit the ground running and, and we see where it goes from there. Yeah. That's what I was going to uh, ask you. You went through a coaching change and a philosophical change, uh, at the University of Miami. So uh, I think you're very skilled probably to answer this. So here comes Ward in. What's the best way to go about this for one year? Does the University of Miami and Shannon Dawson adjust to what Cameron Ward was running and fix their all and, and slant their offense toward what Ward was comfortable with and calling? Or does Ward have to learn all new terminology and adjust to Miami? terminology and, and adjust to Miami as far as how plays are called formations and things like that. So that's going to be repetition. That's going to be, you know, through spring ball and, and, uh, all, all in the winter and, and, uh, and next summer. Um, but I, I would say that when the coaches see them as they go through competition and, you know, they go through, you know, spring ball and things like that as the competition heats up is, all great offensive coordinators are going to skew the offense towards, you know, their best 11 on the field and, and what they feel um, gives them advantages. So I'm sure that, you know, Cam Ward with his experience, he can, you know, tell the coaches, hey, these are concepts that I'm very comfortable with, that I've seen looks um, in the past and, and would feel comfortable running those those concepts. These are my favorite plays. I think that any great offensive coordinator does that with a with a quarterback is you know you kind of go into every week of here's what the you know I mean we can draw plays up on the blackboard and it looks great but if the quarterback isn't comfortable with running those plays then you have to okay well you tell us what plays you're comfortable with and then we kind of you know match match the hats uh, and, and go forward with a game plan and and that but I think it's going to be kind of partly what the personnel is going to allow us to do 
and also, you know, what the quarterback is most comfortable and and what he has has had the most success doing. Uh, you you come from an era where, for the most part, your your guys battle things out. There is a lot of competition. Everybody enjoyed that competition. I think uh, we often talk about the competition on on Green Tree. Now there were a couple of guys that did bail out of the University of Miami during your time, but that being said, uh, they bring in a, the quarterback Ward. Jakari Brown got a taste of it in the Pinstripe Bowl. Emory Williams played against Florida State and Clemson. Uh, here comes a transfer in to be the starting quarterback. What would your advice be to the other guys on the roster, the other quarterbacks? I would say play as best as you can. Because, yeah. I, I, I mean, if I'm the coach, it doesn't matter how experienced the guy is coming in. Um, you know, he's he's not given the job. I think that you make you make everybody compete. Uh, for the position now, might he get more reps initially? Or I mean, I, you know, with with Dennis, we took the same amount of reps, the starter and the backup. So it was, you know, it was it was a kind of an even deal. And then you you'd match, okay, see what what the evaluation process is at that point in time, and and see if there's if there's clear separation in their competition, but I, if, if I'm Emory or I'm Jakari, I wouldn't, I wouldn't back down from anybody. I mean, I think that, you know, Emory showed some, some flashes that, uh, you know, probably well beyond his, his experience or, or, or years. And Jakari, I mean, I, I think that the sky's the limit. He's physically talented as anybody in the league. I'd say he's probably as talented as, as Cam Ward. Okay, well, you know, where does that, where does that get you? And, and I think that uh, I wouldn't back down from from anybody. I think that's you know part of the being a hurricane. I, it doesn't matter what position you are. I don't really care how good you are, what what hot shot you were as a recruit. You know, you go out there and battle and and uh, let the let the chips fall. If anybody knows, uh, it's you. That it only takes a knuckle hitting a helmet to be thrust into action. You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, I was fortunate, um, you know, my redshirt freshman year, you know, Dennis came in. So, you know, we had obviously Steve Walsh turned pro early. Uh, Craig was, was a starting quarterback. And, and fortunately, my brother Jeff was like, you, you know, you have to prepare that you're the starter. And, and so I kind of did that every week. And, and, and I will say this, our scheme and system that we ran, like I said, it wasn't the starter got three reps and the backup got two reps and the and the third guy got one every you know few few series. Um, we played the backups got the same amount of reps as the starter, so I had had plenty of reps, you know, through the spring and and through the fall and and um, you know felt felt good about the offense going in. And maybe maybe my head was clear because. You know, as a true freshman learning Gary Stevens and Coach Johnson's offense, I was, you know, I was just learning that, and I and it hadn't been ingrained into my head, in my head the concepts and how to prepare and and that was, but but as far as you know, getting reps, calling plays. I mean, I was running the scout team of other teams' offenses, and uh, when Craig, you know, hurt his hand, broke his knuckle against Michigan State, you know, I went in and, you know, heck, I, you know. I guess you know when you're young, you don't know any better, Joe. You just you just kind of go out and and do it. I prom- promptly threw one of the other team and Carlos Jenkins on a on a, uh, on a hitch route, and uh, you know had to make some adjustments, and it went went all right, and and, and we won a couple games. 
Yeah, that's still <laughs> the Michigan State game is still one of my all-time favorite games. Not because Craig got hurt. A uh, couple of things. One, they had a great crowd, an unbelievable crowd. It was a beautiful day. Uh, the way the game finished with the war to field goal and just the guts and moxie that it took to win that game. That was a, the heart of a champion with that team. Well, no question. I mean, it, it was a very experienced group. I mean, I you know, obviously I was only a registered freshman, but, you know, Bernard Clark and, you know, Cortez and, and, and Greg Mark and, and all these guys that uh, had been there for, for years and were used to, used to obviously – you know, playing for national championships. And, and you know, I still remember because Coach Arnold, our tight ends coach, was from Michigan yep. and was good friends with, with Coach Perlis. And, you know, Michigan State was a top-10 team at the time. So, you know, we went up there. They had, I remember they had Percy Snow and right. ended up being a first-round pick. They had a couple stud defensive linemen. And I, I remember scrambling at one point in time and running out of bounds and, and Percy Snow was mouthing off to me and, like, trying to stay, you know, staying bound. He wanted to hit my head off. I was like, you know, talking smack like a, you know, young punk. I was like, look at the scoreboard. And I'm like, I get back in the huddle. I'm like, you dummy. I mean, like, this guy could rip your head off. I'm like, what, you know, what, what are you doing? But it was just kind of the emotions. Emotions got the best of me in the uh, in, in that part. And I, I don't know if I ever talked smack during a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game where uh, Bobby Harden injured his nerve and his shoulder, and to this day he's still kind of uh, recovering from that. Uh, but Miami won that game. Gino Toretta is with us. Before I bring it back to uh, today's college athletics, uh, Dennis Erickson earlier in the season last year, he and Jimmy Johnson uh, also were honored. Um, now that we have a chance to look back at Dennis Erickson, you played for him. I look at all these spread offenses. I have to chuckle because I think as we look back, he was probably way ahead of everybody. <laughs> way, way, way ahead, Joe. Yeah. All those, all those guys, Mike Leach and uh, and Mummy and uh, you know the the quote unquote air raid. All those guys came to Miami and watched us practice. You know they would come down in the spring and and spend a week as as we were in our spring ball and and that was back. You know, God, practices were open. I mean, right. I can I can remember. I still remember summer before. Uh, my our would have been my see my junior year. I mean, there was people on the sidelines with handy cams, like filming our practice. Right. And, and now it's like you know it's got to be like Fort Knox everywhere where you where you you know I need to go through pre TSA to go watch yeah. a practice at, at some yeah. school. So, but those guys all came down. It was it was a kind of a perfect marriage, if you will. It was uh, the athletes that that we had. And it was a spread, wide-open offense that, that Coach Erickson had kind of perfected through, you know, Jack Elway and all the guys that he coached with and, and that. And, uh, you know, I, I remember when, heck, when, when Jimmy came in and announced he was leaving and Dennis had recruited me to Washington State to go there from Northern California. And Coach Arnold recruited me and and uh, obviously, you know, I came here and, <clears throat> you know, when I had teammates – after you know Jimmy left, and they said Dennis Erickson is going to, you know, be our head coach, and and I remember sitting down with Lamar Thomas. Lamar was like, "I'm transfer. I'm going to I'm going to Gainesville," and I was like, "Why would you go to Gainesville?" I'm like, "This guy plays four wideouts every play, sometimes five wideouts," and I said, "I go if you're not one of the best five wide receivers right now on this roster as a true freshman, then go ahead and go." 
Yeah. I go, but you're crazy to to leave here before even seeing what he what he does. And I, I was like, just go through spring ball, and you know, sure enough, he stuck around and ended up breaking the record for most catches in the in our school's history. So, you know, that went well. It was just it, it was it was a perfect union of a of a spread offense. And I would say the only thing different than than some of the stuff that uh, you know some of these offenses are doing now is is we didn't run the you know we didn't run RPOs we didn't run quarterback option stuff right. you know because Coach E and even Coach Johnson wanted his quarterback you know sitting back and not taking hits and uh, and throwing the ball and distributing the ball to to great athletes. Yeah, we did have a power run game though too. So um, you have a very good administrative mind. So. Put your administrator hat on and look at uh, college athletics. Uh, guys can transfer as many times as they want now, or athletes, student athletes can transfer four times in four years if they want to in any sport. Uh, wh- where do you think all of this is going, and is there going to be a good solution? Well, I, I would say this. I, I think if, if a kid wants to transfer, he can, he can transfer. I think that the so-called transfer portal being opened as the season still goes on, especially for teams that have a chance to win a national championship um, and making players, you know, decide then and then coaches have to figure out, okay, what, what kind of advice do I give, give this player? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Now, now if it's after, you know, all the games are played or, or after spring ball, but, Essentially, right now in the current system, a, a player is a free agent twice a year, every single year of their college career, and I and I I don't think that's right. Now I don't if if a guy wants to leave and you know it should be okay once a year. You know whether you like a place or yeah. don't like a place, or you or you think you're going to get a, an opportunity uh, elsewhere. Guys making money, I'm all for it. I, you know what? Hey, nil, whatever it is. If you become a star and 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 you can make money doing commercials and and do deals with businesses, I'm all for it. I, I think that you know where the NC2A kind of basically the carts out of the horses. These collectives that all these universities are are forming, but then they're not supposed to know about them and and that. I, I just and NIL was was basically the law was enacted. So if Gino Toretta became a star at the University of Miami, he could go to Big Cheese and do a deal with Big Cheese and they could pay for his food, whatever that yeah. marketing deal is. You know, I mean, like with Caleb uh, out, in, out in Los Angeles at USC, he can do a commercial with Dr. Pepper. That was what it was allowed for. Nowhere in this NIL stuff was anything about collectives. And essentially it was, okay, now we can pay the kids Let's just get a pile of money from boosters and just start giving it to the players and inducing, you know, players from other schools because it's happening everywhere. It doesn't matter if it's here, Bama, you know, Michigan. It doesn't matter. They're all trying. They want to entice a player to come play, and part of it is 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 money. And and you can't blame the kid because if somebody's going to offer a bunch of money, the amount of guys that are going to the NFL. You know, it's not a guaranteed lock you're going to go to the NFL, but if you can, you know, make a sizable chunk of cash in, in college and, you know, for changing schools, heck, if you're a normal student, you do the same thing, you know. But I, I just think the free agency stuff twice a year and, and every year is is a little much. 
Um, I, I don't. I, I think they should close that window to to once a year. It shouldn't be anything having anything to do with uh, you know during during the season. Um, you know, and 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 that, and it's just it, it puts a lot of onus on the coaches to recruit and then to re-recruit and then to also you know you have to have a personnel department <laughs> to mm-hmm. evaluate other rosters of who who wants to be a free agent and come to your place because that's that's kind of what they're doing. Yep. Uh, last thing for you, and probably almost impossible to answer this, but you see a lot of games. Uh, through your uh, through touchdown network and and uh, you go from uh, college campus to college campus um, how would you compare where the University of Miami is football wise with uh, the best that you've seen and uh, how much further uh, does Mario have to make up or how much more ground does Mario have to make up well I think with with facilities we we have enough facilities to, to win. I, I, you know, obviously you, you've been around it longer and longer than I have. And, and those facilities are a lot better than when we were as successful as we were from 83 to, to, to 2001. Um, so there's, there's that. I, I think that it has, the landscape has changed probably so much. And even on the last year of schools are rethinking of, do we really need, to pay for facilities or do we reassess our, our assets and pay for the players? I think that's, that's kind of what's happening now is, is administrations across the board and athletics are, are like, do we really need to spend X number of dollars to put a slide in a waterfall in a building to entice a player? Because the player now is going back to, you know, heck when, you know, remember the old dungeon when I got here, the the ceiling of the freshman locker room was barely six foot eight. I mean, you had to duck to go in the locker room when, when I got to, to school. So I think that, you know, players are even like, Hey, I don't really care. As long as I got a field, as long as I got a weight room to work, you know, I have a staff, I have a nutrition staff that, that's going to help me get better and a coaching staff that's going to help me get better. I don't need, you know, all these bells, whistles, and things like that. So I think that um, I, I'm sure you can always improve, you know, with whatever. I, I think with the University of Miami, you're, you're, uh, it, it's tough because the value of the land down here is, is pretty expensive, and they don't have a lot of free dirt that's, uh, that's on campus. But, uh, you know, I think that uh, we, we can always look to improve and, and that, but I, I think that, that, facilities and what they have and what they do for the for the athletes now are are very good um and you know i think it's just you know mario mario's done great in the last few recruiting cycles and i think it's just a matter of you continue to do that and then you and then those wins and victories happen happen on the field hey they kick it off this year against the gator in gainesville on august 31st you know those games against the Gators. We got to do a sky point to Coach K because he he couldn't stand them. I I'd, I had to learn all about that coming from That's Northern right. California. I didn't know who Florida who the Florida Gators were. <laughs> the, the great Walkachevsky. Gino, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Congrats on the number being retired earlier this year, and uh, and all the best again. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Joe. All right, that's Gino Trader with us on the show. We'll continue right after this. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 